0: Welcome to Draw One Last Breath podcast. My name's Matt. I'm Butch.
1: And I'm Jolly Paul.
0: Welcome to episode 120. Happy New Year. On this episode, we are doing our top 10 of 2022. And not only that, we're doing the movie from the vault. It is Nightmare on Arm Street's Dream Warriors. How the devil are you guys doing? Someone's turned an old man. Since the two weeks has gone by, we've all had a Christmas and a New Year. <laughs> Any other news that you guys want to tell me? Butch, you're getting a sex change.
2: I am. That's my uh, news resolution. I don't know who
1: this old <laughs> man is you're talking about. It must be someone on some other podcast somewhere. I don't know. Congratulations,
0: Mister uh, Geordie Paul was 40 years old. Four years, yeah. Never, th-
1: never thought I'd be. <laughs>
0: it. Looks about 60, but.
2: Oh. Are mean- i've been a busy boy man i, I was not very well so i, I ended up I've, I've just sit down in my duvet and watched shitloads of movies the last couple of days so i've tried to get through a few 2022s that i've missed um i've watched the invitation um with a man emmanuel what's her name from Hollyoaks and game of thrones
1: natalie emmanuel
2: natalie emmanuel yeah very very good actually not a bad movie not what i expected as well um it to be about so it has a nice little twist and turn i thought it was quite gothic and then it sort of went ah not bad actually so yeah pretty pretty good it wasn't matter if you'll know within the first five minutes you'll think why the fuck did paul stick with this <laughs> but honestly that um it's very woman in black at a start and then it changes into something completely different so we'll stick with it worth a watch what was um, it called I, paul uh, the invitation and it's on okay. netflix i believe cool uh, the menu is one that I caught. It's on Disney Plus now. Didn't I was hunting for this, and suddenly I was like, what the fuck, where did this come from? They're just sticking horror movies on uh, Disney Plus and not letting anyone know. I mean, it was only out five minutes ago, wasn't it? Yeah. So, watched it, loved it. Not even sure what was going on, to be honest. Ralph Fiennes is incredible, and it's like Anna Taylor-Doy again, smashing it. It's bonkers. No idea what's going on. But, yeah, I really did enjoy it. Um, some fierce, fierce acting and just, yeah. It, 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 and no, I, I still don't know what happened. I'd probably watch it again quite easily because I just don't know. <laughs>
1: yeah, I think I'm going to watch that this week. So hopefully i might to shed some light on here. <laughs> yeah,
2: it is just batshit. I also watched White Noise, which is from the director of um, Marriage Story, that really lovely movie I watched with Adam Driver. So he's gone back to Adam Driver again and uh, Greta Gerwig it's sort of like i don't know i thought it was going to be some kind of dystopian but it's very sort of middle america consumerism it's just a very flat black comedy sort of thing um with some weird apocalyptic thing that happens in the middle and then goes back back to it it's weird um just very dry and just very like matter of fact it's it's really interesting that one's on netflix as well and white noise that's worth a watch um that's pretty much it apart from a few other treats which i took off both of your top tens of the year so i did watch goodnight opie and banshees of the inner sheen <laughs> so what yeah, did you think well the banshee one yeah he, he smashed it again but uh, you know from in bruges uh, absolutely so did not was not expecting that it was bonkers again yeah. it was just bonkers and batshit and I watched with my partner who thought, this is a bit weird. And so I said, oh, I'm going to have to stick and watch this because this is hilarious. And I, it's just it's just weird. Absolutely loved it. So, yeah, on the money, that one. So that's me.
1: Nice. Well, um, well I watched a couple of things. Now, I've been as busy as you, Butch, but uh, I watched... It's already it's not horror at all, but it's the the latest in my uh, long line of children children films I've been watching. I uh, watched that Strange World, the new Disney film.
0: I've watched a bit of that, yeah. Any yeah,
1: good? Yeah, it was it was alright. Yeah, it's not not really scary, but it's got a bit of aliens and sort of monstery type things in it. But yeah, no, it was quite good. I thought it was quite brave. They've done like Central Heroes gear, which I thought was brave for Disney. Uh, but yeah. Uh, which should be applauded. Um but yeah, no, it's decent. It's all right. It's it's sort of run of the mill Disney. It's not gonna set you world alight, but it's 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 a decent watch. Um watched Batman Begins the other night. Just on the T V, so I watched it smashed it awesome <laughs> enough said and then um as part of my research for uh, the movie from the vault for this week um i was struggling a bit because i couldn't find nightmare on elm street without having to pay for it so i was like oh no and then i sort of left it right to the end last minute and just as well as i did because a package turned up on my doorstep which is a nice shiny blu-ray collection of all the nightmare on elm street films from the uh, birthday fairy known as matthew so thank you very much for that <laughs> Yeah, well, text me about four days in the truck Or did you get a package did you get a package did you get a package
0: <laughs> yeah because i lied because i said oh, i was gonna they're all gonna drop on netflix next week because i didn't want you to go and fucking pay for it or watch it i thought fuck it i'll just send in the box there so so on
1: that yeah. advice i waited and waited and waited.
0: <laughs> came right at the last second though didn't it
1: yeah so um yeah so in 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 research i watched uh, the first nightmare on Street. And obviously the movie from the vault, but the first night on the street. Lads, I forgot more than I ever knew about that film. Um, I I mean, I I haven't seen it since I was about 14 or 15. So couldn't remember pretty much a single thing out of it. And wow,
2: it's amazing. It's a a 10 all day, isn't it? uh, Do you know what,
1: right? And I thought I was going to watch it going, I'm not going to like this as much as I should like it watching it now. But geez, it's so fucking creepy. It's, it's so George, creepy. It's with,
0: the darkest one of the whole franchise.
1: Yeah, and it does a lot without really doing. There's not much Freddy Krueger in it, really, and it yeah. does quite a lot with without him there. Um, like the nice George. Yeah, thought so it was very, very really creepy, f- very freaky, and obviously, yeah, yeah, ten out of ten. So it was, I was, I set me up for the the third one nicely, um, and then the rest of my time has just been consumed with Alice in Borderland season two. So, I finished it today. It's fucking amazing. Watch it.
0: I've started season one. You're like to you'll like to hear. Nice yeah. one. What do you think? I'm loving it. Yeah it, it, T- I've only watched like the first two episodes so far, but I'm loving it, but like my whole time was consumed watching a TV show that um that Butch recommended the uh, the bear. Great. It's fucking it was brilliant. I just it just completely consumed me. It's on Disney Plus. It's not horror. It's just literally like about a guy that inherits a, a restaurant in Chicago. But yeah, it's really it's really, really good, really intense. Fucking... I have
1: heard very good things about this, so it's stabbing out, in
0: yeah. it. It's definitely stabbing in it. Yeah. <laughs> I won't spoil <laughs> anything. Um, <laughs> but um other than that, I, I did get to finish um VHS um nineteen ninety, is it called? 90? VHS 99, 90? 99, 99. 99. 99 yeah I, to be honest i wasn't that impressed it's a bit dull for me okay um nothing really stuck out that much
2: i mean if you ask me now what were the stories mm. i couldn't tell you i can tell you that i remember it being very um interestingly shot it was mm. sort of like very vhs style and they kept really in that ingrained in it but i feel like they need to pick up the stories maybe next time
0: yeah. It let, the storylines were just not that great to be honest to be fair and the last thing i watched actually that has a lot of horror elements to it is uh, the new pinocchio that dropped which is not really a kid's film <laughs> <laughs> what's a great
2: is, isn't it yeah is stop motion
0: yeah okay but it, it, it looks beautiful and it is re- it's really good but it's just like it, it's just um yeah, it deals with a lot of death. To be fair, <laughs> though, it's closer to the
1: original Pinocchio story before right, it got disney right. so yeah. Mm.
3: yeah
1: a lot good. of all them, um, if Disney told them the way they were told originally, they would be more like horror films.
0: <laughs> yeah, too right. Yeah. Shall we um get on to some news?
1: Yeah, who's going to go first? Because I guarantee what everyone's going to say it. The first thing on everyone's lips, so go on, Butch. <laughs> spoil it.
2: Evil Dead's evil dead rise (laughs)
0: yeah no 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 the mutilator
2: 2 okay i mean yeah well let's discuss both so evil dead rise fuck um i mean i know bruce campbell came out and said it's the scariest of the movies yet it looks bonkers it doesn't i mean i was like oh it doesn't look like an evil dead movie and then the necronomicon and i'm like I don't know, man.
0: I hope they're holding a lot back. I really Can do. Can I just say,
1: right, I think I saw someone commenting on this about, like, oh, there's a good Bruce Campbell in it and it's not as going to be his tongue-in-cheek and all this type of stuff. And But the remake wasn't tongue-in-cheek. It was, it was a very scary, very violent, very gory horror film.
2: Very, and this it looks
3: like the same thing.
2: I agree. It looks like more modern and stuff like that. And I loved that Evil Dead move, the new one. I thought it was fucking great.
3: Mm-hmm. So
2: well, but again, I just fit i hope i'm wrong um that i don't want it to go down the conjuring route or something like that like too many like you know it needs to jump stay
0: job scares yeah
2: but it seemed to have a lot so i don't know we'll see we'll see but at the moment yeah it it looked it did look fierce but i'm just like oh I stay yeah there's something that's just niggling me at the moment but i'm, I'm excited either way so I mean, it, it's
1: it. Uh, you do know what's getting released in theaters, don't you? It's, it yeah, was originally going to come out streaming, and now it's going to be cinema release.
2: April is it? Yeah. April release. So that's one to talk about later. Exciting.
1: Not often a, a trailer would freak you out, but that one did. So. Mm. Yeah.
2: Ooh. But let's talk about the Mutilated Two. <laughs> I mean, not what I expected it was going to be. It's very yeah,
0: it's like it looks almost like a scream thing, doesn't it? Like yeah um like it, it's almost like it's got it's like um, stab yeah it's like the original people from the original you know it's literally written and directed by the guy buddy can't remember his name now. yeah but it's the same guy that did the first movie layer,
2: yes um like what 30 years 40 years later or something like yeah.
0: That. Yeah.
2: um i'm just not sure it's, it's Buddy it's, cooper that was it yeah buddy cooper it said um to me that, that he's going very meta with it metaverse and all this sort of crap and i'm like ah oh, they punched that in the balls too much i did see the hook so i don't know <laughs> did you we, see the bus <laughs> I, I may have to go in touch with like a whole forum of people that probably tried to get this movie made because there seems to be people along my what my, my my uh wavelength out there um i don't know man but we'll see it's, it does feel like it's
0: i fucking it's, love the poster
2: yeah, the the post is great.
0: Like some what? bird, like literally tied to the bottom of a like pier, um, with some kind of fucking rope around her. This is like fucking and the classic logo, mate. It's got to be, please, it's got to be good, please. <laughs> I don't be Black Christmas fuck's sake but we will see that's
2: this year again, so one to look forward to, another one to I look forward to. I still need to wear, uh, see
1: <laughs> the first one, so
2: <laughs> it's on Shutter. I know. Um, <laughs> talking about Shudder, um this jan this january Shudder, we have um this is fucking amazing it's already out second of second jan undead has dropped the australian zombie movie fucking hell that might that is a that might be picked this year because <laughs> that is fucking incredible film um it's a couple of others but a beautiful uh, movie is coming on the 26th of the january the lair lair shot. The Lair, another fucking Fright Press gem is coming on to Shudder. So that's fucking cool. And then I think we've got our um, Sound of screen Belt sorted for a couple of months again, which is fantastic because uh, In Search of Darkness Part 3 is uh, dropping at the end of this month. So there we go. <laughs> Future is close. Um, I don't know if it's worth note- noting. I'm just going to be a cunt now and just. Uh, Try and reel through a few movies that are coming out this year. The Pale Blue Eye on Netflix, January sixth, um, is coming out. The Offering, uh, Skinner Mink. I'm oh, just looking it through. There's something wrong with the children. Weird, weird title. Kids versus Aliens. A movie's coming out. Um, Sorry about the demon. We got Brandon Cronenberg's movie Infinity pulled out this year. Obviously, we got Knock at the Cabin i've read the book i didn't read it that. i read the book oh wicked so many questions uh we, this we will finally get winnie the pooh blood and honey this year and co- <laughs> and cocaine bear both in february obviously scream six is out this year um cocaine
0: bear i don't know cocaine man. Bear.
2: we got renfield and evil Deads rise
0: another insidious movie have you guys seen the renfield trailer i haven't watched no. it yet. I don't give oh, up. Looks fucking brilliant. Does it? Looks so good.
2: We looks get another so Saw good. movie this year as well. So. Woohoo! Oh, a what? Another Saw movie.
0: I've already forgotten it.
2: Karen. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a quite another quite exciting year, as well as um, getting married in August. So. <laughs> <laughs> the
3: That's biggest the real horror, horror show story. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that knock at the cabin, mate. I threw the book over the the sofa <laughs> when I finished it.
0: Uh, well, i haven't
1: started it yet and i've got till the start of february to to read it
0: so i will i will get it done you better fucking johnny five that shit no spoilers. Be-
2: i mean it was a really really fucking good book until the last sentence and then i wanted to fucking throw it out the window so <laughs> oh, well, that sounds good i was literally like where's the rest of it <laughs> 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 fucking pissed i am I definitely, definitely uh, we, want to read that now i love shit like that as well. <laughs> awesome book though honestly it, you, I, I? I, I devoured it and then Paul i was Drembley,
0: like, a, add him on um, instagram he's all over it he's a really good good guy he's responded to some of my instagram posts before i got work wh- i got, I, got, cool. I, got I, uh, I can guarantee you we'd get him on the pod oh, i got some
2: stuff to say to him <laughs>
0: <laughs> awesome so, yeah
2: yeah right sorry that's the news that i got
0: uh, I've only, I haven't got anything else? You just covered everything that I was going to fucking talk about. Thanks a lot.
2: <laughs> Sorry I'll Trust
1: Johnny Paul coming and steaming with something you just haven't got. Go um uh Michael Giacchino, Giacchino, the G- Kino. Ran, randomly the uh, composer what? of the up music, right? But he—I didn't realize he directed *Werewolf by Night* for Marvel. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he has picked up um, the classic 1950s horror film *Them*. Which is about radioactive ants. Uh, <laughs> it's gonna be remade by him. So obviously we all seen Werewolf by Night and loved it. Um yeah. So wonder wonder why oh, it mate, runs with this
2: they, one. Like start remaking all the old fucking B movies. Like, I don't know, that'd be quality. Like uh, was di- it Day they, day they, the Lithiads? Lif, lif, oh, I can't remember what the fuck. The the the
3: they're the they're the
2: triffids. Um was it was that one of the spiders? It's like called night of the spiders or like the town of spiders or something like that fuck it and there's some really weird ones out there man
1: i did see it and think put butchers really of ants butchers all over it so yeah so that that was the that was the only bit of news other than the uh the evil dead so yeah exciting
0: nice i have got one last bit hot off the press you ready for this But you're gonna love this have a bite of your whisper get ready so, James Wan said he'd love to dive into a remake of Chopping More. <laughs> <laughs> He's basically said, speaking to Slasher Film this week, Wan expressed interest in someday putting his own stamp on Chopping More, setting Chopping More. That'd be amazing. Killer robots chopping people up. Jolie Paul, you need that on your homework list, mate. Chopping More. This
2: list right. keeps growing and growing and growing. It's
0: free, free on Amazon. There you go, mate. Maybe not on your dodgy um, Irish one, but you can give it a try. (laughs) My
1: dodgy Irish one.
2: Sweet.
0: (laughs) Right, is everybody done with the news? Are we all newsed up? Right, then
2: let's move on to our top ten. Right, this episode we got a no-main review, but that's because we're going to give you a rundown of our uh, very hard, discussed top 10 horror movies of 2022. We've watched a fucking lot, been a fright fest and seen an absolute buttload. Some that we just could not squeeze into a 10. Matt had 12. So if you stick around after the pod, you may hear some of the discussion that we had to try and actually come up with this list. Let's pass it over to Geordie Paul.
1: Okay, so I have the honour of starting it. So we'll start at 10. So coming in at number 10, sneaking into the list, beating off a plethora of films, is uh, The Fall. So this was reviewed by us on episode 112. It was the week after Fryfest when we all had the the Fry Fest blues. And this was actually shown at Fryfest, but it's the one we missed because we all get a train home. Um, but yeah. Absolute so.
0: idiots. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, the only thing that would have made this film better was seeing it on that massive screen. Um, but it took me by surprise. I think it it, it really, um, I read how much I enjoyed it. I think going into it, it was one of them thinking, well, we'll watch it, and if it's all right, it's all right. But I, I thought it was fantastic. Start to finish. The premise was so simple, but it was so well done, so well shot. Um, my missus still isn't recovered from it. every time I speak to her about it. She's like, "Oh," she, and her stomach turns. It was so funny, <laughs> but um yeah. And I just thought it was great. It had a twist ending in it. It wasn't too like sugary sweet, and it was yeah, very good. And it had Jeffrey Dean Morgan in it for five minutes, so yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pay, payday for Jeffrey.
2: Yeah, for me, this this was a one that I went and see by myself. There's only like four of us in the cinema. And it was just seeing everyone just wince and just go, oh, fucking hell. I mean, it was, it was a hard, nerve-wracking watch. It was just like so, like one of those movies where it's just one location and it's like, fuck, everything happens. And it's like, what, can, what how can they escalate it? And they escalate it so well. The camera animals are sick and they're nauseating. It's just one of those ones. And it's on Amazon Prime now. Get a big TV. Bigger TV, the better. And just like sit underneath it. Like a little child, cross-legged, <laughs> watch it.
1: <laughs> Hold on to your loved ones.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. I, I mean, I heard, I heard that apparently people were walking out of that fright fest showing because people couldn't handle the vertigo shit and being a bit queasy and stuff. But I totally understand why because I was just—it was—it's a nail biter of a movie. You don't—you don't get a lot of these come around a, a, a lot. But it was, I thought it was perfectly done. Like literally made me on the edge of my seat. I was sweating, and it was just like really cleverly done. Like 100 miles an hour, didn't stop. Perfect. Really good. And it totally deserves number ten.
2: Totally agree. I'm glad it got in there. Right, I'll it will give you number nine. Now this was <laughs> we fought and fought for this <laughs> over this, but um, yeah, Terrify Two, the uh, long awaited sequel to Terrifier. And the uh continuing journey of Art The Clown. Um, a fan funded movie that absolutely went the fucking nines when it came out. I mean, we watched this at Fright Fest. Um, then it was just a general release, and the general release in America just went from strength to strength to strength. It kept on getting making more money. I think it's like well over the four the five million mark um for a movie that's sort of like made directed the special effects all done by one man i mean it's it's a a a cult classic already just for the gore and the fucking length of the thing two hours and 30 odd minutes of just sickening blood and gore and watching the clown just like smile really really sickly at you and the introduction of his psychic which i bloody liked (laughs) yeah this this was um this was fun this movie,
0: <laughs> yeah, another another fright fest movie that you can you can hear on episode one one. But yeah, obviously, uh me and Butch went to for the love of horror and uh met uh, Damien Leone, didn't we? Yeah, what and, uh, and and saw the queue for fucking Art the Clown. The guy it was bigger than Damien's uh, Damien's queue, wasn't it?
2: We got those. I was just cosma. I thought there were a queue for both of them, and I went up and was like is this your cue and he went no and i went oh okay let's have a conversation <laughs> <laughs> i will take one signature please <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. no yeah that d- definitely deserves that spot i think because it's just it's just um it's made an, a, a new horror icon isn't it you know loads of people dressed as him at halloween and stuff and yeah, they just pushed it with the kills in this one. It was just crazy. It didn't didn't feel like like two and a half hour and a two and a half hour movie. Uh, enjoyed it thoroughly, and we, we we were anticipating for this one we for a long time. Maybe yeah. Jolly Paul not so much, but
2: <laughs> I think like the, embell- the embellishment was not was not there when it mentioned that sick bag. You know when they say sick bags and stuff, but I can see it. I can see people walking into this movie and walking out and puking, hundred percent.
3: Yeah,
0: totally. I've never your... seen
1: Butch more excited in my life coming in to see this film. He was he could keep still, he was jumping up and down in the scene, everything. It was great. It was a great experience. I mean, the whole of Fright Fest was fantastic. I think, to be honest, I think I was quite spoiled with this one because of some of the films coming out of it. Um, but yeah, I look, I'm not gonna lie, I wasn't as high on it as you guys when we watched it. I still am not on sort of reflection. I thought it was too long, um, but I can't take away from the fact that it's crowdfunded. Um what they've done with it, I think the only problem for me was they've done, they've done what they said they were going to do, yeah. But I think they could have just been a bit restrained with it. Um, but they chucked everything they could at this screen, which, to be fair, not all of it stuck for me. But oh my god, you want to see brutality, Jesus! But I, do you know what I quite like about Terrify though, and obviously because I watched them quite in quite sort of short spaces of time, it's the subtle bits without the clown. I find more creepy than the actual craziness of it all. His little wave or his little smile—that when he's not killing people—I find it more scary. Um, but yeah, like like I said, it's for what it's done, and that hopefully things could get made off the back of this. I mean, Jesus, there will be a Terrifier three. That's blatantly going to happen, um, and I don't think you need a Kickstarter to do it. So, you know, hopefully with with a studio maybe guiding or a studio, not too much involvement, but with somebody just sort of pressing the brakes a bit, you could get a bit more, or it could just go from ten to fifty. You know, let's see. Will Chris Jericho return? (laughs) Who knows? (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, lads, look, I know we had a bit of a debate about it, but look, I concede.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, that's uh, number nine done. On to number eight. And the number eight spot was a dirty little grotty film called (laughs) Candyland. Again, this was uh, shown at Fright Fest. uh, bit of a theme going here like i don't know if we just got all hyped up with fright fest i don't know but um i think all three of us love this movie but this is on episode 111 as well of our fright fest rundown Candyland. basically we were in the, the lobby uh, of the cinema in leicester square and um we were sat there and i think i've said this before we, we sat there and i was like you know what just i've really i haven't we haven't seen one of those like really grotty films yet you know like really dirty kind of like diy you know films i really want to see one which which p- pushes the boundaries i really do and then literally the second after that we sat down and watched candyland and it's just yeah it was fucking phenomenal i mean it's literally about like a, a bunch of prostitutes that basically run their outfit from like a truck stop and, you know, it starts off being seedy like that. And then somebody enters the group and some strange shit starts happening. Don't want to give too much away because this is going to be readily available soon. And uh, obviously it's not at the moment. Um, but yeah, and then just debauchery ensues. In, in, in but I just really liked it because I thought it was just it was so different. And the way it shot was real gritty and grimy. And I thoroughly enjoyed this one. One of my favourites. And it, it was in my top top 10 of all my films of 2022 What about you guys
2: yeah um i mean it was just there was that time where we needed that grindhouse sort of like dirty movie and on that big screen and the nudity is just insane um and it doesn't (laughs) hold back It's, it's 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 no holds bars grimy dirty grindhouse movie Disappointed with the poster they they put on IMDb though compared to what we had. They changed that, it. You know, yeah, look, have a little gander at that. It's a little bit. Oh, I make, don't really. Oh, I don't like that poster. It's got a bit softer. The one that we saw was like it was. That's it that
0: made that's made it look a bit of a joke.
2: Maybe they've edited it as well. They've had to play. Yeah. Let's hope not. But like, um, if you go and see this movie and
0: yeah, there's one shot that's probably been taken out for sure. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't know. It depends on what streaming service is coming on um fucking it's just gr- dirty grimy um the deaths are insane um and the main antagonist is just not what you expect it's dialogue
0: fucking, is great as well yeah, really, yeah. like it's the a slang really, and stuff
2: really good movie and i think that's why this one sort of just crept above terrifier 2 because it was a solid very solidly well-structured movie it really really was it got in got out <laughs> Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, the, like again, not spoiling it, but there's a there's a, a a scene with some false teeth, which will make you wince. That's all I'm saying. Um, but yeah, a great film, uh, fantastic. You know, yeah, filthy, dirty, grimy, but but very, very well done, very well made, very well acted. You know, um, and yeah, make you think twice about staying at a truck stop.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Never. Or will it? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh dear, i tell you I
1: what, do. that would be me like in America. I'd pull up just quite like eating a Burger King or something. And I'd like flick the lights on or something just all, like by accident. And all of a sudden I'd be in a world of shit. <laughs>
3: <Do my> <laughs> little...
1: <laughs> I'm just trying to eat my burger like mad. My... just trying to eat my Wobbit officer. <laughs> I bet you were, boy.
3: <laughs>
1: but yeah, very, very good. Very good. Brilliant. Excellent, but I definitely think there, you know, there is a theme with Five Fest, and uh, you guys said it to me while we were there. You were like, "You're really lucky that you've come this year because it's been amazing." There was there was a couple of duds that we saw, but in general, the quality of film was very very good. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so next one, number seven. Uh, this was we reviewed this on episode one or seven, and it is uh, the Black Phone. Starring Ethan Hawke. Ooh. So yeah. Um, <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> so yeah, Ethan Hawke is uh, a crazy serial killer with uh, crazy masks, and he uh, abducts children um, under the guise of a magician, and uh, he abducts, uh, abducts this um, particular boy um, who, for for whatever reason, starts speaking with the ghosts of the previous murdered children. Um, and uses it to sort of try and foil a serial killer. Um, and yeah, what do we think of this one, gents? I, I mean, think I, I I really liked it. I think I don't know if Paul was probably going to say this, but the Stephen Kingness of it.
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: it was that, written by his son, so that's making, there's definitely parallels somewhere. But um, yeah, it was very very Stephen King. The, the the how it was shot. There was definitely a tone on the the lens um it reminded you of it and sort of like stand by me and all that type of thing it conjured up um like a, a, a era film and um, but something quite modern and quite refreshing as well with the, the killer and yeah what do you think
2: i think I, I love the marketing of it and i think that sort of helped and like the easiness of the of finding a creepy mask is sort of it's just something that sort of appeals um scott derrickson was the one who de- directed it as well um and it It just was so easy and clever and well put together and like you said it it felt a little naughty it's scary and the ghosts were great and the kids were great the acting was spot on and the cinematography was beautiful the way it was spot the lens and the set everything about it was just like made it a really quality movie and that was kind of like i don't know it was studio driven it was just it was it was just a beautiful well-structured movie and Scary as balls, as well. <laughs> Quite frankly, he was, Ethan Hawke is fucking for me like moving closer to that sort of Kevin Bel- Bacon realm of uh, Stir of Echoes. <laughs> sure. Yeah, of the woodsman.
1: <laughs> he kind of had this, and you had Moon Knight out at the same time, where he plays the bad guy and that. So he was sort of Mate,
0: he's sort smashing of it out. Yeah, he's had a good I, year. I just again, I like I like the the fact of. They could ease. I, just, I don't. I hope they don't because there's talks of a of a, kind of another one coming up. But the the fact that he's called the Grabber, so they've already you know and he, he wears a mask, uh, different masks. But I thought the design of the masks were, were fucking fantastic, and he just smashed it out of the park and it has just come back with a vengeance. This renaissance of his career's been great, and I just thought he was superb in it. Really good, really good storyline. Is it Joe Hill, which is yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Joe Hill um yeah brilliant i I know everybody's like saying oh yeah it's very stephen king but it it is in its own way but it's still fucking brilliant brilliant writing fantastic story great acting just a a well-rounded film and i I thoroughly enjoyed watching this one really did i thought it was great go and watch it
2: It it's one of the best posters of the year as well
0: yeah the poster's fucking sweet really really good all right
2: um talking about someone who's had a good year <laughs> okay so i'll count down to our number six movie which is uh, going to be men uh, which is now available to watch for free on uh, amazon so get in there and watch it um for this had me by the short and curlies as soon as i saw the trailer this fucking was like you know, <laughs> a twenty.
1: that's the noise you make when you grab by the shot and curries
2: <laughs> 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 I, remin- I don't know, I was trying to reminisce that stupid thing in the tunnel but anyway, uh, this is, you know Jesse Buckley is the lead in it but Rory Kinnear is fucking just the star of the show <laughs> A24 probably best movie of the year um, it's just almost like a one man band of Rory Kinnear, how well he can fucking play different characters and it's all centered around, it's sort of like a cult horror as well there's some of the best craziest weird sensory experiences of, I, I think you'll ever see like in in any sort of horror movie the way that the, the, some the way that it unravels at the end is just absolutely incredible it sticks with you but the whole tension and build-up and nausea that it sort of creates throughout it was fucking stunning to watch um and definitely needed to be in our top 10 definitely really like this one
0: throughout the film it's just really unnerving isn't it where you watch it i mean it's it's got absolutely loads of hidden messages underneath it and stuff like that that deals with men or issues around men and the way they act and everything like that just yeah a really strange little film that really pushed the boundaries and it was just very very different i think that, that drew me into it more that it was really really just out there and i, I like movies like that well,
2: it's alex garland you know when you've got the likes of annihilation ex machina 28 days and all that sort of stuff and potential for what 28 months finally he, he, he's he's done a fucking sterling job with this one really 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 has what do you like about this one paul
1: i completely agree just that whole sort of theme about like you know it makes you makes you feel shit to be a bloke, doesn't it? But uh, like just the whole thing about like control and then dealing with like grief in a really fun, like like f- interesting way, where she sort of you know conflicted with her grief, but like shouldn't be and uh, it's it's brilliant. Um, and obviously the CG Rory Kinnear as a child is hauntingly the terrifying. The creepiest thing I've ever oh seen. Oh my god. Like, obviously, he's got the mask on at first, so you don't see him, and then he takes it off, and it's like, oh my god, that's Rory <laughs> Kinnear as an old man, but as a child. And it's fucking mental. Yeah. Oh. But yeah, they, it's very, very clever. Very, very creepy. Very, very unnerving. Some great body horror in there. And a comedic performance by Rory Kinnear as the men who... <laughs> <laughs> and he is fantastic in it. Um, but yeah, uh, just a brilliant, brilliant film. Um, definitely one. And again, probably will, will reward rewatching.
0: Yeah, totally. Um, so yeah.
2: Yeah, we watched this, we reviewed this one on episode uh, 105. Anyone wants to go back and have a little listen?
0: On to number five. We're halfway through now. So on episode 109, we reviewed the next installment of the Predator franchise pray so i was i was very apprehensive going into this one because obviously we would had a couple of uh well let's let's say boobs <laughs> yeah i wasn't gonna Duds. say that but yeah <laughs> um so basically this was another front uh film of the uh the predator fan franchise where it centered around uh a uh, Kamachi Nation, uh, uh, round one character in that, uh, played by um, Amber Midfunder, Nauru, um, and it centres around her and her kind of tribe, literally living the day-to-day kind of ways of how they go out hunting and stuff. And then, and then, like, the predator just turns up basically hunting. Uh, and they all get kind of drawn into this. And I, I was just like, Straight from the get-go, when I heard the premise of the film, I was just like sold straight away. I was—I don't know about you guys, but I was just like, "Yeah, this is this is something that I think I can get into, like properly, like." And when I sat down and actually watched this, I was gutted. That I did not get to see this on the big screen. I just—it it breaks my heart that this has that I haven't been able to see this in the big screen, and I hope one day it will because it fucking deserves it um from start to finish the visuals fucking outstanding the storytelling outstanding just the acting outstanding it's just like this this film was brilliant i just it was just high octane
2: yeah um just blew me away and like the discussion that we had um on it and paul made some fucking sterling points that i'm hoping that i'd take away really if they listen they probably do listen um just like <laughs>
1: they're always listening
2: it's such an easy way to move the franchise forward that why wasn't it for us before why do they make all these shitty movies um send you know let's look it's almost like a back to the future kind of version of predator let's look at predator through through time they fucking did come here we know let's set them up against the you know in world war one or in samurai times or in the western or all sorts of all sorts of things you could do with it if it's done right and this was incredibly done well it was so it was so good um they adapted the predator they sort of like took back some of the technology um i just think sticking it on disney plus is a shame it's probably the right thing that they wanted to do but i'd love to see this on the big screen at some point, we fucking mint. <laughs> so good. I think good. probably
1: COVID had a lot to do with it, just that they weren't ready to risk a mm. a big budget or marketing or anything like that. And it's just thought we'll stick it on. I'd be surprised if the next one, because there will again, will there must be a next one. I'd be surprised if the next one didn't get a theatrical. And hopefully, Prey might get a run on the back of it. Um,
0: Crossed, good well, shot. My
1: God, like yeah, Matt's right, like it's beautiful. It's such a beautifully shot film. And it is such a shame that it's not shown um, on the cinema. But, you know, fingers crossed that it does. But, yeah, I went into this with zero expectation. I thought it was going to be a bag of shite because being burned so many times now. Um, and I was completely blown away by it. It's so good. So good. The only, li- again, sticking little point for me is that I think it should have been in Native American. And then subtitled in English. It's the only thing. and I st- I, But it's a Disney film, so i know they've got to appeal to the masses and uh you know people still have a problem with subtitles but anyway um i mean fair play to them though they did do a dubbing track which was in a uh, command to use it yeah um so but yeah but no it was phenomenal it was phenomenal great special effects i love the way they stripped the predator back to its bare bones but still kept a bit of the technology as well which was cool and then the uh the bear oh my god the bear fight mm. jesus christ um, yeah, just just phenomenal, just really really good, and let's hope for more. And like, you know, I did go, oh, I've got this really original idea of of going into feudal Japan, and then there was someone did a fucking film poster of it on Facebook, and I was like, hang <laughs> on, should have wrote that one. Copyrighted that one. I still think though, my my idea for the Predator, they should drop the Predator in the no man's land in World War One, right? And you've got two sides in two trenches fighting each other. But also this monster in the middle that the I don't know, so it's taking Germans and it's taking English out.
0: Who but, is the real monster? But
1: who's gonna? Who do you fire at? Do you shoot this monster or do you shoot the enemy? Or if you if you help the other team try and beat the monster, are they going to kill you after? I think that would be a very very good film.
0: Mm. So yeah, it's also write that one down. <laughs> it's also really good to see Dan Trachtenberg actually get what he deserves like because of after the shit he's been put through with previous things do you know what i mean he's just like literally come out on top of this like amazing really really good really enjoyed it cool
1: well so now in the top five so now number four so we haven't reviewed this one
3: idiots Uh, again
1: (laughs) so uh mr butcher watched this first i believe and uh, recommended it, and I, I quickly sort of jumped on the back of it. I think I had a spare two hours and watched it. And then I believe Mister Carter watched this last week, two weeks yeah, ago. Three weeks ago. ago,
0: yeah. Uh, I agree, I, is... I'm a bit annoyed at you two actually for not pressurizing me more. I thought we did. <laughs> If you go back, right, listen. I
1: think we did mention it. A <laughs> time.
0: Yeah, maybe you did.
1: <laughs> but um, yeah, it is uh, a film called The Sadness, and it's from the Philippines. Am I right? Yeah. And, oh, my God, it's available on Shudder. If you have a Shudder subscription, watch it. If you don't have a Shudder subscription, get one to watch this film because it w- it will blow your socks off. It is, I mean, I don't know what I was expecting. I mean, I saw, you know, take take all the butchers' uh, recommendations with a pinch of salt, usually, but this one was phenomenal. <laughs> but, no, oh, my God, bleak, bleak, grim, apocalyptic. Um, It reminds me of a... a graphic novel i've read called um, the crossed where people just turn into the deranged most deranged form of themselves but if you want some crazy hot gore and violence and just mindless action with dread and it's just it takes a lot of like things like 28 days later uh train the basan fails, but violent very violent and it doesn't let up it doesn't let up for five minutes it starts and it just doesn't stop, um, and it is phenomenal. So yeah, what do you
2: think, guys? I don't know the intensity and how long the the it kept on sort of pushing and pushing, and then the the violence that escalates throughout until you get to the hospital and it's just like, what the fuck am I watching? I mean, they absolutely smash this one. It's a very this is the reason to go and get Shutter, definitely. Um, you can rent it on Amazon Prime if you want. But this is definitely one that needs to be going, needs to be seen. It's it's just, it has just these scenes that just like push the boundaries of like what you really, really want to put your eyes through, basically. And it's so cleverly shot. Um, it's such a fucking, it's just a really, really striking movie. Um, and it like said, it's, it's the sort of, I don't know, you want to call it the Asian for 28 days later? Why not? Because it just follows that, but then amps up the violence and some. It is, it is well worth every penny that you drop on Shutter just to watch this bad boy.
0: Yeah, definitely. I I concur. I think it's Taiwan from Taiwan. Taiwan. Yeah, and then but like I was just going to touch on like the actual location shooting of it as well, which is fucking insane. Some of some of the shots on this literally are fantastic. Like the way they use the cameras and stuff, is like another level. It's just like really really good just fucking throughout uh, acting as well the fucking actors are fucking fantastic but i've I've never i'd love to know how much blood they used in this because fucking how it must have been gallons upon gallons and gallons of blood it starts and off like, so
2: subtle though doesn't it matt yeah like just a couple who just lose each other and have to sort of find each other that's mm-hmm. it's just so subtle
0: yeah because it's not it's not a massive complex storyline but it's everything else that's happening around it it's just and, and the whole premise of what this kind of thing is. And and it's like, it, it's not, if you're going in there thinking, oh, just another zombie movie, it's not. It's not. Because I, I kind of thought well, it's going to be the same kind of zombie, kind of apocalyptic sort of thing, but it's not. It's, it's great that they can take this story and tell a new story of, of something that's different, but in the same ilk. But it is very different. So don't go in there thinking, oh, just another virus zombie thing or whatever. It's not. It's so something else. And it needs to be seen. Definitely. One, one on the list that, you know, I could have probably easily put higher, I think. But I think it's fair where it is.
2: Considering we didn't review it for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it shows do it. I mean, it was going to get a nine or a ten. Oh,
0: oh
2: yeah. I would week, have so... put a nine. Yeah,
0: nine all day. Nine <laughs> oh, all oh, day.
3: Yeah.
2: Right, well, let's move on to number three. Um, now, someone else who's had a fucking very good year, um, Jenna Ortega. I mean, this movie isn't really about her. Um, it features, you know, she's in it. She's been in Wednesday, you know, done the old scream thing. She's had a good year. But this centers around Mia Goff as um, plays two characters, Greedy, Maxine and Pearl. Um, She's also had uh, another stab at the apple straight away so you know she got to um, shoot this film X um, which is a very Texas chainsaw um, set in that 70s grindhouse sort of lush movie Um, but she also got to explore the character of Pearl which is our antagonist of this this theatre production and now she's doing a trilogy she's going to explore the other character Maxine um, to Cap off a trilogy. I mean, she's done pretty well out of that, to be honest. <laughs>
1: but it's a this meet, lockdown movie.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not that long. It's only you know, it's only I think it's like an hour and forty-five. Um, stars britney Snow, and it's just again, load of people, some people going off shooting a porno, and then shit happens, and it's the most unlikely killer that you will ever <laughs> explore. But it has some of the best deaths of the year um and it's set in that great sort of 70s texas chainsaw dusty um dusty vibe and it's the lens in again it's the set the cinematography spot on um it's fantastic the acting's great you know amir goff plays maxine and she also plays the older pearl which makes one of the scenes a little bit more bearable to watch Oh mate, uh,
1: it's what? for me. I completely agree with everything you said, Paul. I watched this in a cinema by myself. There was nobody else there, and I felt no a friends. bit dirty and a bit grimy. <laughs> I felt like I should You're have off. a brown hair. Yeah, I should have a brown long coat on. Um, but it, yeah, phenomenal. It's got one of the shots of the Earth for me as well. The the scene where she's swimming and the the alligator or crocodile is swimming behind her, and you just think, oh shit. <laughs> Um, nothing really happens in the scene but it's such a beautifully blue like it's quite silent and it's just a brilliantly shot so that image stuck stuck with me for the film but yeah great violent gory dirty sweaty all the all the things you sort of kind of love about horror films so yeah no um very very good and definitely definitely worth uh worth a really high place because i think I, I, i don't know if it took us by surprise but i think I was definitely surprised with how much I enjoyed it and how well it was done. I know you guys were quite high on Ty West anyway, weren't you? Um, but
0: I'm yeah, a think, massive Ty West fan.
1: Yeah, I think even you Obviously. guys sort of said at the time that like, it, it was better than you expected, even expected it to be. So yeah, no, great film.
0: I just, um, I think, I mean, yeah, Ty West is like, he, he's really smashed it with this one because it just felt like there were smatterings of Texas Chainsaw Massacre throughout it, which, which I really liked, kind of that whole era. It's like 1979. Very good year, by, by, by all means. Um, But it's just like, yeah, it just had the feel of a classic horror movie, but yet a new kind of breed as well, if you get what I'm saying. So it's like, yeah. I just I just can't wait to see the next installments whenever we get them over here in the UK. Yeah, like like everything else, (laughs) because it seems
2: that Pearl's gone down an absolute storm. So probably maybe Pearl would have been up here in the top 10 as well. if We'd seen that.
0: (laughs) But yeah, nevertheless, fantastic, fan, bloody. And we also get a
2: very grimy Jenna Ortega, you know, she she ends up in the porn as well, doesn't she? sort of um, supposed to be behind the scenes
0: and then goes in front yeah
1: egged yeah. on by a boyfriend and then a boyfriend kicks off
0: <laughs> yeah but then, then then, it's kind of like cut the scene cut the scene we can't I show mean, any I, of her body
1: I tell you though the guy you plays as a randy I think he's brilliant as well the scenes of him walking around with his budgie smugglers on around the farm was oh, just, yeah. just brilliant so yeah and oh. what happens to him is very good as well so <laughs>
0: Fantastic. So, we are hurtling our way to the number one spot. But just before that, it's time for our number two. Also, another Fright Fest movie, Deadstream. So, this was uh, one of the last movies of the day. I can't remember what day it was. Was it Saturday? Friday, Friday night. Friday, I Friday night.
1: It was Saturday. It was the second night.
0: Okay. So, then, um, yeah. So, we... We're watching Deadstream, which was the last one to play that night, and thank fuck we did, because this film was fan freaking tastic. Shot like a, um, a first person kind of POV kind of kind of way. I mean, we've had a lot of kind of like, what's it kind of like um, online, like YouTube kind of movies, like Spree come out, and a bit it's like, like Deadcam. Sp- streaming streaming horror streaming horror yeah um and but this one i i thought mm, you know a lot of people a lot of buzz going on about this one let's give it a whirl so prem, the premise of the story is about a disgraced kind of youtube uh, personality uh, that basically is is kind of trying to get a lot more followers back so he decides to go to a haunted house and basically broadcast it live on a stream um and at first i was kind of like don't know if i like this guy i don't think you're supposed to like him because he's kind of disgraced and people really don't like him because he's obviously done something wrong or he's quite controversial and stuff but then as the movie goes on this this guy is just fucking hilarious he's just it's the the more and more you watch it the the more you kind of root for him and it's got so many kind of like evil dead References maybe that's why I like it a lot, but the main character uh, Joseph Winter that plays uh, Sean Ruddy is just fucking grade A man. He's just brilliant throughout it, and and it is generally, generally, generally scary in places. Really, really did kind of put the hairs back up on, on my neck. And this one's on Shudder again, so for fuck's sake, go and get yourself a Shudder account because they're smashing out of the park. What about you guys?
1: Well, I mean, I fell in love with this film as I was watching it. I mean, I just thought it was hilarious. And like, I, and you know, mate, we, we, we could talk about uh, go back to the Dash Canada episode for my thoughts on YouTubers and TikTok and um doesn't take a lot to get me riled up about this type of stuff, but I just thought it was absolutely hilarious. A send-up, really, of YouTubers and a bit of a send-up of this TikTok generation, and I just thought it was brilliant. I mean, any film that can be hilarious and also scary and like as like matt says genuinely scary as well there was literally bits where it was filled with dread where you're like don't turn this i mean i don't want to spoil it too much but there's like a scene where you can see the thing he can't see and it's literally it's gonna jump it's gonna jump it's gonna jump oh my god and then it's just brilliant but his screams are hilarious (laughs) it's just I just loved it from start to finish. And it literally, like, energ- the last film of A Night on a Fried Person just absolutely energises. I was like, oh, my God, that was that was brilliant. Um, and it's genuinely one of my favourite films of the year. I absolutely love it, guys. I I just I can't speak highly enough of it. So, again, Shudder, there's two for Shudder straight away, The Sadness and Deadstream. It's so, so good. Um, and I've seen a lot of people like, no mm, not very funny. Uh, ah, get over yourselves. It's amazing. It's really good.
2: He's sort of like a lovable douche. Yeah. Um, um, Who is genuinely haunted. It's a genuinely haunted house. Shit happens to him (laughs) in a very Blair Witch style. And it's very naughty the way that the camera angles sort of really set the tension as well as you've got this, you're laughing at this fucking guy. But at the same time, you're like fucking with him. And it's it's every corner that he goes through, you're like, Mm. something's going to get fucking killed any minute now. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, it really sets the sort of like goosebumps, um, the sort of paranormal activity of it all. Um, as well as sort of like this laughable fucking joker <laughs> basically and and then the, you know for me it's the the jumping out the window scene
3: <laughs> Yeah, brilliant <laughs> uh, yeah
2: that that won it for me
1: <laughs> uh, to be fair the head and the laugh I just thought that was brilliant <laughs> so good but like directed by him as well so obviously his yep. stars basically him and his missus they're yeah. the two million stars of it and they directed it.
2: Think, didn't uh, it say like uh, Jed Shepard's got a little cameo in it as well? I think, has uh, he? I think Jed's in it as one of the beasties. I think. Oh,
3: that's cool. I, I think really I
2: remember cool.
1: that. I, it was just brilliant. I just thought it was so well done. I'll quite look forward to seeing what they do in the future because
0: uh, it should be good. Yeah, you're right. It is. He does pop up in it somewhere, apparently. Paul's facts. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> excellent well should we uh bring this bad boy home
1: okay so it is my great honor to reveal our top movie horror film of 2022
0: should we have a drum
1: roll i is certified uh 100 from draw one last breath um it is barbarian now just to give you a bit of backstory on barbarian we haven't really reviewed it because we weren't allowed at the time of going to press so um it's quite cool, isn't it? The last day of Pride Fest, um, and the the organisers came out and said, "Oh, right, it's really serious. Disney don't want you to talk about this film. Basically, you can see it, and we're very privileged to have it, but nobody review it until this date. Nobody talk about it. Nobody see anything. And to be fair to them, to be fair, that is the perfect advice for this film. Do not read anything. Do not watch a trailer. Do not what look at the movie poster too much." Just go and watch it
3: you because that's why. where you get hundred
1: yeah. percent. Now I watched the trailer for it. I watch. I think I watched the trailer. and You guys didn't, um, but it was a teaser trailer, so it was literally just set up the film. It didn't show anything. So I go. I go. I went as sort of cold as you sort of can without. And, oh my god! It's like three films in one.
2: That's too much.
1: Is that too much? All right. <laughs> well, I will stop.
2: It the trailer is too much.
1: Whatever you think it's going to be, it's not. Um and it's brilliant. And um again, watch am watching on second it doesn't really I, we watched it a couple of weeks ago and it dropped on Disney Plus and uh it's just as good the second time, so yeah. I loved, yeah, it. Every loved
2: thing, it. Every single person we've recommended to watch this has fucking loved it so far. Honestly, it is it was a joke of a setup for Fright Fest for all these fucking guys in suits just all up the bloody stairs. Um
0: watching us
3: <laughs> watch yeah i mean
2: it stars you know pennywise the clown <laughs> on scars guard no um absolute genius this movie really just completely topsy-turvy didn't know what the fuck was going on which i love um you have to go and watch this and experience it i'm not gonna say one cut of the dead sort of like style but this is brilliant This is just, this is number one for a reason. Number one with a bullet.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Enjoy. I mean, there's there's a lot, I think there's a lot to be said about a movie that really kind of, kind of depends on the audience to stick with it because it's like, it's one thing. And then, huh? What's this thing? Huh? What's going on now? Um, And a massive, massive, Like shout out to Justin Long in this fucking movie steals the motherfucking show.
3: Oh yeah, that's too much. Steals it, (laughs) steals the show. (laughs) It's not too
0: much. No, not giving anything away. But there you go. It's a must see. No excuse. Everybody's probably got Disney Plus now. Like literally do it.
2: Yeah, they keep popping up these um, popping up the movies. And
0: it's got another person that we've interviewed on the podcast. Yeah.
3: Richard Brank.
1: And to be uh-huh. fair, we are being quite vague considering it's our number one film of the year because we don't really want to ruin it for anyone who hasn't even seen or is thinking about watching it mm. because it's that good. Um, but and but the more we talk about it, the more we're going to give away.
3: So
2: Yeah, so just, go watch it. Um, get in touch with us. Send us some DMs. Drop into the DMs and uh, let us know whether you...
0: Are right or wrong, but <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, let us know any of the picks.
2: Do you agree? Did we miss something out? Did you know,
1: tell us
0: your to... top ten horror movies of last year.
2: Yeah, I got yeah. a couple that I would have loved to honourable mention. Big time, Ian Miss Campbell for me was probably one of my favourite ones of the year, but obviously we had to, you know, negotiate. So Ian Miss Campbell. There was one, Speak No Evil, that again is, is shudder, pure bleakness. Oh, um, t-tain i mean it should have been in there it's just fucking nuts dash cam for me and nope as well but uh there we go yeah, big, one I mean, for,
3: I...
0: big one for me was christmas bloody christmas 100%. outstanding yeah. outstanding
1: i would sorry lads but i would have put violet knight in there but
2: <laughs> <laughs> fuck off
1: i fucking love violet knight
2: um but we were gonna let you know some other stuff that we were thinking about our best kill best kill of the year i had one that i wanted to put down um the bedroom scene the bedroom girl i can't remember her name in terrified 2 for me is one of the best kills of the year just because it went on and fucking on and that, the special <laughs> effects i don't think i've ever seen somebody treated so poorly in my life
1: <laughs> well my best kill of the year is uh the chimney scene from violent night <laughs> so again if you haven't if you haven't said i don't really want to spoil it again but it's right at the end of the film. It's amazing. It's so clever. A gruesome, uh, but yeah, that was my definitely favorite killer of the year.
0: I think my favorite was from a Christmas film, Bloody Christmas, Bloody Christmas. I really liked the um, um, the win- the windshield kill. That was oh, fucking good. brutal.
3: Whew. Best
2: my most skin crawling moment of the year is the rebirth scene in in Men
0: fucking hell I don't know I, mine was the um, the gum job from uh, Candyland like Paul Chuck from earlier it was fucking horrible the whole audience was like disgusted like vocally as well
3: yeah
1: well uh mine spoilers so please turn this off if you want to say it but it was the uh the eye socket fuck in the sadness oh, oh. <laughs> spoilers just spit out his tea
3: I mean. spoilers
2: I, I, I yeah. got most shocking moment was uh, for me was the baby in sadness or the monkey in Nope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> most, the baby sadness
0: most shocking. is shocking. Yeah. See mine was, I, mine was kind of like, I'll be honest, it's nowhere near our top 10. I would never put it in there, but from the Halloween movie, when the kid gets thrown down the fucking stairs, no. that, that was like, they've gone there. I was like, fuck, this film is going to be brutal.
2: For yeah what, true what that, 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 that because it discarded that movie from my head yeah um, I, that was fucking actually you're very that's a very good I will hats off to him for that one 100 percent.
1: the best bit of the film it is the best bit of the film um my more shocking moment again don't really want to go into spoilers but it's the end of butcher mentioned it the end of speak no evil oh. <laughs> yeah <laughs> so i'm not gonna see it i'm not gonna say what happens but the end of speak no evil is my most shocking moment because it's just
0: <laughs> pathetic it's just yeah.
1: grim and awesome. sad and,
0: oh, oh anger Christ. angry oh dear, dear is is at the TV hours.
2: <laughs> <laughs> biggest surprise of 2022 well again i think it was uh, 20 uh, it was barbarian for me the, the number one just the movie it was just total surprise everything everything in it
0: my my total surprise is that we survived Fright Fest on eating nothing but Greg's.
1: <laughs> yeah, with when you're with me, that's no surprise at all. <laughs> I'm surprised I didn't eat more Greg's.
0: <laughs> I'm surprised we got a fucking sponsor from them yet. Yeah. That oh, oh, the that's time, Geordie Paul, sponsored by Greg's.
1: That's yeah, Sod off brave rebel clothing. <laughs> it's Greg's is what we want.
0: <laughs> rebel brave rebel for all <laughs> your needs.
1: My uh, biggest surprise uh, was actually um, liking um, From Beyond. <laughs> I was very the,
2: surprised. I was very surprised too. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> actually quite enjoying a, a Lovecraft film for a change. So, yeah, no, uh, that was definitely my biggest surprise because I went into it thinking I was going to hate it. And, uh, yeah, that biggest, was my
2: biggest dis- surprise. Bis- biggest disappointment of 2022? <sighs> There's been a few. Scream. For me. Fuck you it. Just jog on.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna have to watch that soon as well because for the next screen coming out, so
2: mm. Matt? The
0: biggest disappointment. I've got well, I've got film related to what we've done, I'd say um Santa <laughs> Slay was is it Santa Slay? Slay <laughs> Santa that Paul picked from that was fucking dog shite. That's a big disappointment. And the other thing actually concerned Mr. Butcher. Biggest disappointment for me was I can't believe he didn't like Dead and Buried. Still can't believe that. Shocking.
1: I think he's going to have to rewatch it this year and uh, give you a retrospective. <laughs> Well, there's a couple, of, I mean, my list of disappointments, <laughs> just in general, but turning 40. <laughs> no, um, <laughs>
0: uh,
1: that was pretty disappointing. No, I think my biggest disappointment of the other guys was uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre.
0: Ooh. Oh, God, yeah. I tried to erase, erase that from my memory. I, I mean, yeah, it was I've, a couple. Of, I'm fucking with you.
1: Yeah, it was just shit. And you talk about X being so good. Mm. Wasn't, you know, why couldn't they make a Texas Chainsaw Massacre film like that? Yeah. Like what what's going on? So yeah, so that, that was definitely my biggest oh, disappointment. Yeah. And other all mentions was the uh, Halloween ends and Hellraiser as well. I was quite disappointed with them.
0: So, I liked Hellraiser. Hallra-
2: <laughs> Best movie from the vault of 2022 for me was From Beyond. <laughs> Matt's pick fucking loved it. <laughs> Absolutely fucking loved it in for so many reasons. <laughs>
1: I'm going to agree with you there, Paul. Like, I, obviously, there was plenty of great films we reviewed, but something that I hadn't seen before, and actually, I really, really enjoyed it. So, and it may be marking the turn of me enjoying that type of stuff. Who knows?
0: Mm, I've got to say, guys, Salo or the 120 Days of Sodom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. That, like, your biggest disappointment. <laughs> I God, yeah. Enjoy from beyond. Um, but I, also, Dead and Buried was uh, really, really enjoyable for me. Fair. To be honest, I really enjoyed it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, right.
3: I'm
1: glad I am glad I picked that and I split the room. So,
2: right, okay. well, that that is uh, draw one last breath. Top 10 2022. 2023 has so much to look forward to. So, let's crack on with the fucking year and get to our first movie from the vault.
3: Dirty brown hat. He's horribly burned. He has razors on his right hand. Man of my dreams. He's real, isn't he? He's real. Let go of him, you bastard.
0: this episode's movie from the vault yes we finally got there it's another freddy movie it's a nightmare on arm street dream warriors this is the third installment and this is the third nightmare on arm street film that we have reviewed for the podcast and this is the first one that geordie paul is able to review with us which is nice isn't it geordie paul
1: Woohoo, yeah thank so, you very much for this one
0: We're slap bang into 1987, picking up where the original nightmare left off. Nancy has grown up and become a psychiatrist, funnily enough, specialising in dream therapy. She meets a group of children at the local hospital facing Freddy Krueger, the same demon she once encountered in her sleep. Welcome to primetime, bitch.
2: Yeah, mate. Starring Patricia Arquette, who I fucking love. John Saxon pops back. Even Jazar Gabor gets a little look in on this, and obviously Jazar Gabor, Jazar, Jazar uh, and Lawrence Fishburne <laughs> is in this movie,
1: or, or Larry Fishburne as he's called in the credits. <laughs> is <it? laughs> Yeah, is that, is he my friends it? call me Larry.
2: <laughs> this is the favorite one. My favorite one, and it's the one that I remember the most. I think out of the six, seven, eight, or however many the fuck they've been now. <laughs> Um, But yeah um, This is the most talked about for me When I was was, uh, younger Um, Didn't watch it till a bit later But just those scenes You know The ones (laughs) The ones with the nurse (laughs) I knew you were going to
1: say that (laughs) The whole film And it's the one with the
2: nurse (laughs) Brilliant I was a child
1: Well Uh, that's I've never seen this before.
2: Oh, okay. So what was your view then?
1: 100% never saw it before. Um, and I, to be honest, I think I've only ever seen two Nightmare on Elm Street films. Uh, one, and I think it might be four or five. So yeah, I went in quite fresh um, after watching the first one a couple of days ago um, and not seeing that since I was like 15 or 16 and forgetting everything about it. So went into this one um i've skipped number two and <laughs> uh, went into three and yeah it's uh again just continuing the, the creepy but a ton of practical effects in this one absolutely loads so yeah you get nancy sorry you get Patricia Arquette, who a mum thinks is a nutcase the worst mother in the world as well isn't she <laughs> go, to wanna... <laughs> go to sleep i want to go to sleep i want to drink with my man friend um yeah, and she's basically
3: no, she basically chucks
0: her to away in her mental... She wants you to her? fuck. She wants to fuck. Well, she's basically going Go to sleep because I want to fuck. <laughs> What's Where's the, the, the bourbon? Where's the bourbon?
1: <laughs> and she basically chucks her into her mental asylum, doesn't she? Or a psychiatrist unit. Um, because yeah. she has a dream and Freddie, issues, so Freddie makes her slit her wrist.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, a quick decision. Bug her in a mental hospital. <laughs> Straight wow. away. It'd been,
2: it'd been happening for a while, I believe You know, she was slowly going down You know, she she needed to stay awake um, It's got some of the best Set design and set pieces In in any fucking movie Let alone a Freddy movie I mean, you get Like the Freddy worm In this one Which is fucking great You get some of the best One-liners In any fucking Freddy, Like, welcome to Bram, damn bitch Like you said at the beginning, Matt <laughs> great but there's loads there's oh loads what a r- rush yeah god damn it bitch i said where's the bourbon <laughs> uh, and then my favorite one is kincaid who says yo freddie where you hiding your burnt face pussy <laughs> 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 i love it when he says that oh freddie pussy it's a fucking ace oh i just thought it. it's a great start to a horror any horror movie it's creepy and um, there's blood there's gore and there's fucking, like, weird, scary kids. It's scary. It's a fucking scary start to a fucking movie. It really is. Um, mm-hmm. And you get the fake awake, which I'm going gonna, gonna to dub that as the fake awake.
0: Oh, yeah. It's tons of fake awakes in there. But, like, I mean, we meet, like, obviously, a bunch of uh, characters straight away in the kind of mental hospital. they um, where at
2: Bright Fest this year, aren't they? Uh,
0: uh, for Love of Horror yeah oh yeah For the love they, of they were all cancelled so literally all of them cancelled who was it That's yeah. not, I thought a lot of them were
2: there who was there then a oh, no, fright night was it they oh. were
0: all cancelled um, but yeah so you you meet this uh, bunch of kids they're all really young kids in this institution and they're, they're all held on on the same kind of ward and they're all having trouble sleeping and trying to trying to stay awake and they've kind of got something in common um which which is uh to interesting
2: me, they're the last of the elm street kids
0: as we find out yeah, yeah we, as find, we out find out they are. Yeah.
2: fucking great it's another great it's like such good it's great storytelling it's so like intertwined with the sort of like mythos of it all and um, probably one of the best ones that they've done in that respect
0: one of the best bits that i really liked in this as well is the reintrodu- reintroduction of, of Nancy, because it was like, it was just, it was awesome, like the way they did it's just like, what, re- what I always remember watching this one, I probably it's the one I've watched the most, out of the whole franchise to be fair, it's the moment where, uh, Patricia Arquette's character's like, just been admitted, and they're trying to stab her with the needle, and I just think this is perfect timing, it's like, now we're going to write Nancy in, and when she comes through the room, and she's just like looks so different with that white streak in her hair, because she's like they just try to obviously make her look, look a little bit old. But I, I don't know, I felt really emotional when she's there. It's like, oh, it's Nancy, and then, and then she hugs, and you know, and you think you kind of feel this kind of like, yeah, this now it's going to get interesting because she's come back into the fold, kind of thing.
2: Yeah, and she's sort of the mother, mother hen of it all. You know, she's mm-hmm. been there, even the- though she's
0: probably about the same age as all of them. Yeah. <laughs> just made to look older. because so I think it's six years, isn't it, since yeah. the original Nightmare on Arm Street, which ain't that long really. No, no.
2: But it's just that, and the first time she enters a dream, like, this is fucking great. This is like almost a Hulk moment. You know, that's my secret. I'm always tired, sort of thing. It's just like I can just fall asleep whenever I fucking want. <laughs> yeah. And I can go in, and she just does, and it's like she helps her and stabs Freddy in the eye.
1: Yeah, that's, experimental drug, isn't she? that's that that hypnosil thing.
3: Mm.
0: Yeah, but that that's where we find out from Patricia Arquette's character. I can't fucking remember her name now. I've watched it that many Kristen, times. Kristen, is it Kristen?
2: Yes, Kirsten or Kristen. Kirsten. They, call, they call her Kristen. They call her Kirsten. So whatever the fuck you want.
0: <laughs> yeah, she she basically has obviously got this other kind of thing where she can bring other people into her dreams, which was quite interesting
1: yeah so they all find out don't they they're all linked by the same sort of dreams and the same obviously you find out that it's because they're all the hamstring kids but they all have like different powers i thought it was quite cool in the when they're in the dreams they can sort of they become sort of superheroes so Let, like out, out of there
0: let's just run down some of these things right because first of all i want to ask you guys if you could go into your dream <laughs> what power would you I had that uh, written down. Some of their fucking powers are lame, but go on. I had that written down. What would you have? <laughs> Obviously. You know, come on. It's gotta be a bit better than what they freaking picked for crying oh, out loud.
2: <laughs> most of my genes I'd probably be jerking off and then just like, you know, spraying it spraying Freddie with my uh,
0: my love juice.
2: That
0: yeah, wow. Paul,
1: Paul would have the power to fuck nurses. That's what I mean.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the power to make the nurses fall in love with him.
2: I don't know, run <laughs> the fuck Fucking super speed and run the fuck away.
1: <laughs> I think I'd go full Wolverine, just fucking adamantium skeleton. There you
3: go. <laughs> <Done>. <laughs> yeah.
0: I'd take I, Freddy I on w- it as all
3: game.
0: I would wish something more like a bit better than like I'd say I'm gonna wish for not wish I'm gonna make sure that I'm immortal in my dreams. <laughs> 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 so no fucking can kill me. I mean, let's, wizard, let's let's run the down their powers. The wizard master. What powers did he really have
2: apart from rolling dice? Du- I mean, you know, so really. Yeah, we've,
0: got, we've got the dude um that's obviously love. I, I, you know, come on, butcher, you got to love him. He loves D and D. You love D and D. You, you know, you have got kinship there. He's just not very good at it though. <laughs> no, <he's- laughs> so, uh, Will is that that guy's name, and he, he he loves Dungeons and Dragons. And his power is basically not much, really. <laughs> yeah, you're shoot- a wizard, Will. <laughs> no, you're just not. Some, uh, yeah. Yeah, he is not that great of a wizard, really, is he?
2: I don't think he's played D&D long enough to be able to hurt Freddy. Nice. Freddy's a high <laughs> level.
0: Uh, <laughs> what was he said? Uh, I don't
2: believe in fairy tales, kid.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah. And then then you've got um, Tyrone, which is basically, I, I love, I remember being like, re- really like, fancying her when I was a kid. Because she's, she's not all that. And then when she changes into the punk, and literally she has knives, She's like, i um, I wish to be beautiful. And then she flicks the out. I'm bad. Yeah, <laughs> I've always again, found
1: there's something sexy about a junkie, man.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't really probably know what that meant. then. I was like, what? What are those all those little fannies on her arm? <laughs> like, <laughs> didn't understand what they were back then. Um, but, yeah, that was but crazy. Again, all of that. She's not that great when it when it comes to the crunch beat. Yeah, go on, give it to him. Give it to Freddy. Beat him up. Don't really do much.
2: Stabs him and then he just injects her with the like all like
0: syringe fingers.
2: Yeah, syringe fingers. But Kangate's the best, isn't he? he's, he's the hardest. Like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's just a hard nut. Yeah. just bending chairs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He you can't like... make me
1: go to sleep, I won't go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs>
0: When he was bending that chair, though, it did look like he's, like, really trying hard.
1: <laughs> Struggling
0: <laughs> and, with it. Oh, just geez. fucking smashing through fucking walls. It's like, Kincaid, I could kiss you right now. <laughs> <laughs> like,
3: you never got to then,
1: find out what the sleepwalkers' powers was, though, did
2: you? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, that that's one of the best scenes of the movie, isn't it? The old puppet walk and the tendons and stuff like that. I mean, some of the CGI is, like... Oh, we've addictive. got to talk about that scene. It's fucking great it's, it's so
0: scene.
2: i'll never forget it i'll never forget that like it's it's, it, it, it's, it makes it's not you feel it doesn't
1: yeah. It? it yeah, makes yeah you yeah. feel it you're like Urgh! and as he's being pulled every time he gets pulled it,
2: yeah oh Oof. the worst death i mean the, the worst sort of like lead up to the death it's so good it's it's really it really sticks with you that one better than you know even better than primetime bitch you Know that which is again is synonymous and stuff, which but I just a
1: great kill though. It's I, think, I think that was my favorite kill. I just literally like I just love the way it's just literally like the line, and then he just proper
0: stoves ahead into the and it's literally like, Jesus Christ, and the fucking way it comes out of the top of the TV as well. The effects on that fucking like where
2: go. oh, where did that get noticed? I don't know, I think that one got brushed over, didn't it? I don't remember, yeah, didn't
0: spend much time worried about
1: her. Like consider Lawrence Fishburne founder just suspended in midair with Is that this fucking
0: in the fault? He let stay in there. Yeah. <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> yeah. Want see that conversation? Joey and the nurse. Yeah. So we've got we've got Joey that doesn't speak. So he's lost his ability. to So
2: speak. he doesn't speak. So he gets tongue to the tongue to the bed. <laughs> yeah. 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 After having his tongue stretched. That was his tongue, right? I couldn't figure that one out. So he, I think uh, so. I, think I couldn't figure out it was
0: his tongue.
2: His tongue, or what the fuck was going on? But you know, there's a lot of tonguing going on. He eventually was just gratuitous eighties nudity, wasn't it? The best yeah. thing is that when he kind of gets his power, where he can just no scream and gets more back, then fucking nobbed, fucking Nancy goes, "Oh my god, it's all over!" And it's like what? how fucking many times have you fucking has it been over and it hasn't you dickhead that really pissed me off that she was just like oh it's it's over and it's obviously not you're fucking about to get stabbed by your dad your dad suddenly made it into the dream after he's dead fuck off
0: you deserve to get stabbed that's the only bit that i'm like just a bit like i was a bit Wow, oh, i can't remember that being so cheesy last time but when he floats down <laughs> he floats down like an angel and it's even more depressing because he's actually dead in real life now and it? it's like oh he's actually really dead oh <laughs> uh, but yeah god bless him but the whole
2: um skeleton fight was fucking cracking i love that it's very um jason the argonauts isn't it
0: very so. jason of the argonauts yeah. yeah it's not very uh that kind of it wasn't it's not that advanced uh, still <laughs> back then was it really they still look good. It still I, lo- look- I love the premise, though, that, you know, you've got you've got to bury him in Hallow ground. It's like, whoever must have come out of that, like, you know, yeah, let's do that. Let's bury... We've got to have some kind of relevance to it. Um,
1: I mean, Jesus, the backstory with the nun.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah.
1: yeah, there was a woman here, got locked in with loads of mental patients, and um, they raped her hundreds Basically. of times, and then Freddie was born. It's
0: like, Basically, Jesus he's the... The bastard son of a hundred maniacs.
2: I mean, that is a fucking pretty cool origin story. <laughs> yep, That's It's so pretty fast, isn't it? it makes it. I mean, considering he's so campy and like one linery, it doesn't fit at all. But at the same time, it's such a dark fucking origin story.
0: well yeah, she the the way, the way she has "Oh, and unfortunately, she was accidentally locked in there over the holiday season." Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> Party! <laughs> oh shit! Where's Mary? Yeah,
0: where, where's Mary gone? Oh, dear.
1: I did wow. wonder about it's, this though. So obviously, gone. you've got he speaks to the nurse and she disappears. And then and she disappears. And then she comes back and disappears. And so you're a bit like, is she real? Is she not real? And then obviously, skipping towards the end a bit, you find out that actually, she was Amanda Crew. She's Freddie's mother, who obviously then, after being raped lots of times. Joined the the sisterhood, um. But I didn't understand why she kept appearing to the the doctor. Like, I don't know why.
0: Why? Because they had <laughs> to have some sort of connection.
1: It yeah, a bit, you know I mean? a... Like, because it's all to do with dreams and stuff, isn't it? Like, you yeah. know, I and mean, obviously, but he was awake, <laughs> and she just what, a ghost just appeared to him twice
2: to
3: <laughs> give nah. give him
1: some exposition, and then fuck off.
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, was a bit he,
1: like, uh?
2: does he appear in any of the others? I don't think he does. He's a bit of a wet rag to a ball. I he? mean,
1: he is a very wet rag. He's this doctor who's looking after all his kids, and then Nancy rocks up, and he's like, oh yeah, whatever, Nancy. Yeah, no, yeah, like, whatever. He
0: obviously loves her. I he?
1: am not going to use some experimental drug on my patients, Nancy. No. Next scene, I'm going to use this experimental drug.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Next scene, he's meeting her dad. Yeah. <laughs> Sort of, look
2: like, yeah. he sort of looks like Robert England's like brother in a way but the same sort of hairstyle as he does from V <laughs> yeah
3: yeah yeah
0: he He's was great. I think he was he was obviously they needed some sort of arc to the outside to bury the bones they needed Nancy on the inside so they you know they obviously wrote that part and that's probably why it wasn't not Na- Na- Nancy that saw the ghost
1: yeah, because obviously yeah, yeah. watching Nightmare on Elm Street very, very recently, mm. and then skipping to the third one, I'm telling obviously Matt, you said the second one hasn't got anything to do with the first one. No. So the last I saw Nancy, she was being driven away in a Freddy mobile with all of her dead friends, <laughs> and then I'm, I'm getting hoiked through the door <laughs> by yep. Freddy. So like, <laughs> how did she get from there to be a psychiatrist?
0: <laughs> I, d- I don't know if this is true or not. I don't. I've not read this in my facts or anything. But you know they that they, they put his remains in the Cadillac. Do you think that Cadillac was the one that Nancy got driven away in?
2: I was think, oh because I
1: was,
0: was thinking, oh, I
2: thought it was a nod to Christine.
1: Christine. Yeah, yeah that was
2: mine. Possibly.
1: Well, the Cadillac had a Freddie Stripes on the
0: top, didn't it? That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. But you can't really see the top because it was just a that Cadillac over there, and it was red. And I was like, is that a nod to it or not? there's nothing i couldn't find anything in the facts for for that what well, if freddy at his
2: best in this one though with the, what was the wise cracks and stuff like that i think it's um it's fantastic
1: the i tell you what freaked me out the little stop-motion freddy puppet <laughs> oh my god like and he only got a little bit of it yeah but when it just formed and then it went on the ground and i was like fuck me that is freaky as fuck
2: that's Puppets. what Master should have been. Puppets, um, Puppets are great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really like this one. Really, really like this one. I'm really interested to hear some Matt's facts though.
0: Okay, let's get into it. Okay, I hope you're ready because I've got a few. They're not very long, but you know, I'll try not to bore you. So, this is quite funny, I thought. The Freddy glove that was stolen from the set of this film was found on another movie. It was hanging on the wall of the workshop shed in Evil Dead 2 released the same year it was part of a continued banter between directors Wes Craven and Sam Raimi I I thought that was fucking hilarious yeah just fucking shits and giggles Ken Ken Sagos who played um, Kincaid stated in in an interview he really didn't want to audition for the role of Kincaid but his agent talked him into going on the day of the audition he walked in heavy rain to catch a bus to the location he showed up completely drenched and had to sit and wait for a few hours due to the auditions running late. When it was his turn, director Chuck Russell told him, do whatever you want to do. Sagos was so frustrated and mad about the whole ordeal that he yelled, fuck you. <laughs> and then proceeded to scream and curse. And then they immediately hired him. I wonder, <laughs> I wonder if he said the <laughs> wet pussy. Hey, pussy! Hey,
3: pussy!
0: <laughs> yeah. So... Wes Craven's original premise for the film involved Freddy invading the real world and haunting the actors and the crew responsible for A, a Nightmare on Street films, which was inspired by the return to Horror High in 1987, which was another meta-horror movie at the time. However, this idea was rejected by the studio for being too ambitious, though Craven later used it for Wes Craven's New Nightmares in 1994. Right, so... Let's see if one of you guys noticed it. In around the 38 minute mark, where Jennifer gets her head caved in, did you see a snippet of a movie that she was watching when she turns the channel?
2: Nope, I missed it. Critters. Oh, which one? First one. Just
0: Critters, first one, yeah. Damn it. Well, that's quite cool. So this is the first writing credit for Oscar-nominated writer-director Frank Darabont
2: wow that's
0: fucking cool the in the final shooting script one of the warriors dreams up (laughs) this is fucking hilarious i'll start again in the final shooting script one of the warriors dreams up a giant transformer style robot to fight freddy (laughs) the sequence the sequence even made it into the storyboard stage but budgetary constraints made the filming impossible (laughs) <laughs> you just
1: made butcher sad. <laughs> Very sad. Yeah,
0: I'd love to see a, like um, a deleted scene or something. <laughs> not I mean, a bloke with cardboard boxes over his arm. The only film out of the the first six to not begin with a nightmare scene. It it does though.
2: I mean, it doesn't begin. She's like building she's the, the house at the start. She's of the building, the yeah, she's, she's building a house. Just
0: building the house, not a nightmare scene. Yeah, but, but that's true? Don't no, argue She my goes path.
2: to sleep
1: after.
0: Yes, yeah, right. Fair enough. So, in real life, Ira Hayden, which is Will, was a Dungeons and Dragons dungeon master during his high school period, which made him feel secure in the role, which he thinks is the reason why he got the part of Will. <laughs> okay. um, and originally, Tarin's character's head was supposed to be exploded after being ejected with Freddy's syringes, but it looked too fake, so they didn't do it, and only has the kill count of six but they good.
2: They're, but they're exceptional they're, they are like exceptional exceptional depths.
0: yes i agree
2: they're very good facts very good facts what are we rating for this bad boy then
0: i think uh, i think we should go to mr paul stevens first <laughs> oh, okay. look his face
1: no I, so i Don't
0: to be honest you do guys
3: i think
1: I, no 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 so i enjoyed it i did uh, but i think it suffered for me from me watching the first one very quickly
0: before it. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. <laughs> if if you had seen this one when you were like back when you were fourteen, do you think it might have more of a impact on you?
1: Um, I think maybe, yeah, definitely. there's definitely some there's definitely some nostalgia to it, but I think um look, I really enjoyed it. It's just not as good as the first one. No. For me. Agree. Um yep which is obviously you can tell about any sequel really, but um, I really enjoyed it. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to give it a nine out of 10 to be fair. Cause I thought the special mm-hmm. effects were amazing. Writing was really good in it. There was a couple of weird plot bits, but look, it's a Nightmare on Amstreet film. Um, and yeah, uh, that's uh, I, it's going to make me watch the rest. I and mean, then I know some of them are a bit shit, but I will watch the rest now. So with my nice shiny box set. So no, I did really enjoy it. So I, I just, uh, I think if, I think if Nightmare on Elm Street is a 10 for me, this one's just a little bit of a step down. But
2: No, I, I think that's fair. Mine was also a nine. It's not a 10 for me, but it's definitely like right up there. Fucking great movie, great memories. Um, and some of the scenes are still fresh and still work today. I think it's great.
0: Absolutely, I, I I concur. Nine out of ten. I mean, Nine on Elm Street is a ten out of ten. This is closely followed by a nine. Um, I'd love yeah, someone.
1: I'd love somebody to go back to these films, though, and just spruce up like the the And I don't mean CGI. I don't mean like over spruce it up. But I'd love them to just tweak it so it looks a bit more modern with, with technology. Do you know what I
0: mean? It needs it needs a restoration. The the copy the Blu-ray copy is shit. It needs yeah. a 4K proper restoration to it yeah i agree I, mean, I felt like some of the speech on mine was a bit out in places definitely really on the first nightmare
1: on street blu-ray the first one the speech is all over the place really um, but yeah no look great great times from
2: a bygone yeah, era <laughs> nice draw and last breath nightmare on street part three dream warriors nine out of ten
0: and if you get uh, a chance you should go and check out um never sleep again the documentary i think it's on youtube it's free it's really cool it runs down throughout the whole all of the nightmare on Elm streets and it's fucking brilliant it's about three and a half hours long but it's i think brilliant. it might be on Shudder. yeah i think it might be yeah
1: i've seen it somewhere in the past couple of days
0: definitely on youtube for free as well
2: okay. cool well i think that leads us on to geordie paul's pick so let's hear it what's your movie from the my pick
1: just before i do the pick lads um i just want to say um like just a personal highlight. Thank you very much for this past year of having us on the podcast. I have absolutely loved being part of the team and watched a pile are of films. Leaving? I would.
2: Well, you leaving? Are you?
1: No, God, no. <laughs> I thought
2: that was my biggest. You situation. can never get
1: rid of me. I'm telling you. But I just want to. I just want to say thanks. It's been amazing. I've, I've watched a ton of stuff I would never have watched, and obviously the big highlight of the year was Fest and Festival. Had such a good time, and 100. We're going. Uh, must make it a yearly thing. So, um, yeah. So that butters you up for my,
0: for my pick. Nah, yeah, yeah thank fuck. Oh, There we
1: go. We use a creating a monster, right? I could pick something safe, which we've all seen, but I'm going to pick something which I don't believe any of us have seen, all right? Yeah. So I've been trolling through Shudder, and I've got a list of about five or six of these that we're going to watch.
2: Oh, fuck, I've, I've been doing the same, so let's hear it.
1: Right. <laughs> so this next episode, we are going to, from 1989, we're going to watch Intruder. What the
2: fuck is that? I I have not not even heard of this one.
1: (laughs) Well, there you go. So I'll give you a quick rundown. So the overnight crew of a supermarket find themselves pursued by a mysterious maniac in this fun late 80s slasher from regular Sam Raimi mainstay, Scott's.
0: Who co-wrote Evil Dead 2
1: and appeared in many of Raimi's films. So there you go.
0: Literally, the other day, I was listening to another podcast that shall not be named, but they were literally talking about this movie and I was like, fuck that sounds awesome you can name the podcast arrow podcast
2: bruce campbell and sam raimi i mean i'm fucking how have i not seen this
0: (laughs) no no they were talking this is what made me really want to watch it because it's apparently meant to be fucking brilliant so i'm well excited for this yeah there you go
2: well done paul. well done paul good pick <laughs> <laughs> well we've got to watch it first i <laughs> haven't seen it so that's that's all three of us coming in as virgins love it <laughs> oh,
0: I love a bit of intruder
2: wow there you go episode 120 uh done i mean fucking love doing these top 10 episodes they what always- a
3: year 2022
0: was
2: i know man just like i said stick around to the end you might have a little bit of a fucking easter egg um thanks for everyone for listening putting up with us in 2022 hope you continue listening for 2023 as there's lots more content and we're seeking out some people to come on you know get, get in contact see if you want to be a a breather and come on and let us know what you fucking like all we We we'll love talking to you um moving on to 121 our main review will be um megan we believe that it'll be at the cinema so seems to be getting some hot reviews in america already so let's uh, look forward to that bad boy um also to scream about we will be bringing some fresh new ideas into uh, 2023 paul has just picked a movie that i'd never heard of <laughs> from uh, from the vault from Shudder, uh, intruder so looking forward to that bad boy and there's nothing else to say Apart from when there's no more room in hell,
3: here's
1: another podcast. I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work.
0: You can follow us on Twitter at Draw One Last, Instagram at Draw One Last Breath, or pop us an email at Draw One Last Breath, pod at hotmail.com.
2: let's talk about this fucking top 10 then how the fuck do we come up with (laughs) i mean what do we do do you want me to go through a list of 10 that i've come up with and then you can disagree and move it around if you want or what yeah
1: if we if we've all we've each made the top 10 haven't we and then well let's see if we have any sort of synergies and then if they're all over the place and it's obviously going to take us it's just to decide on (laughs) it but all
2: right we can't be
1: that far apart
2: Shall we start with I start with 10 and go to one, yeah? Yeah,
1: go
2: on then. All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> number ten. Number ten. In number ten, we have Damien Leon's Terrifier 2. It's
3: quite Vito. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Vito <I'm laughs> in Terrify 2, serious.
3: Okay.
2: I, I had it in my list. You had it in your list, but you it one in yours.
1: I haven't got it in mine.
2: That's shocking. I think it has to be. And I will fight for it because not only was I just it, it was a, one of the longest fucking movies that we've seen this year. So for quality, some of the best deaths and most gore, special effects were amazing. Got to meet Damien Leone, which is cracking. And just how well it did and how much it becoming like a phenomenon as well for a little bit. I think it's got to be in there.
1: I was fully uh, I, I can concede this one
2: is. So I fully oh, was aware be, that he's going to put terrifier to it. It might go up. Where Where did you have it in your list,
0: Matt? I, I, it's on my list, but I, I didn't top 10 it.
2: Yeah. Okay, fine. Fine.
0: <clears throat> but it's on my top 10.
2: Well, let's see if we if we need to move it around. So, number nine, I put Candyland. Yeah, that's fair. A surprise from uh, Frightfest, but it it's was. Not in mine either. <laughs> not in yours. Was it in your top? Because it's it in your top, top 10 of the year, Matt. Yeah. I fucking loved it.
1: Was it? Yeah, in... but it's great. It's phenomenal. So, And it is coming out this year, so a lot more people are going to see it. So, um, yeah. I just did. I I just
2: did the top ten. I just didn't make it. So let's see how they go. Let's go. Okay, this is going interesting. So <laughs> so was it in your top ten, Matt?
0: Of course, yeah.
2: Excellent. Uh, eight. I put Fall.
3: Yeah.
0: It's, it's in my top ten? But I got I got twelve films. But it's in my top twelve. But I mean, the only thing that I would say is maybe not. Is it out a horror? horror?
2: Yeah, I agree. But it did make you fucking shit yourselves when you, oh, when, yeah. you when you when to see it, and I had major palpitations going and watch it, and I hadn't even got vertigo. And off re- I don't know, man.
1: I think it needs a bit more love because it was going to be. I think it, we we oh, I, well, I don't know about you, but I was fully expecting it to be a bit shit
3: yeah.
1: or to have like a good premise, but to screw up something in it you know what i mean like it just to sort of peter out but i just thought from start to finish it was unreal
2: yeah. of all the ones in on my list that is that's one of the ones i'm happy to bump if needs be there's a couple that i could get put, put in instead dash cam men are back in there but okay so falls a question mark yeah mm. okay so i put seven i put the black phone yeah i agree with that i think it's got to be in there uh, I, had
1: my, I had the black phone at 10.
2: Okay. Okay. That's cool. That's well. We're about to. You didn't do a top ten, did you, Matt? You just had a list, did you? No,
0: I just had a list of twelve films.
2: Yeah, I know. I found it really hard to move them about. I did it play a little bit. Mm. Six. I put the sadness, and
0: that was good. Really good.
2: Yeah.
0: I think that's fair. So
1: I had that at number three on my list. Yeah.
2: See, I knew you'd have it higher than that, but I just thought there's a couple more. Like number five, for instance, I've got Prey
1: fuck i'll miss pre out i'm gonna have to oh <laughs> do you know what i went backwards and forwards on this list because and i was like one of them i definitely missed out i was like fuck so that's got to be in there so pre definitely 100 percent
0: Prey was in again in my top 10 movies of 2022 yeah.
2: I, I think it just worked man it's so surprising yeah. and it just worked okay and, then, and it's one
0: of those things where i'm glad fucking the franchises they didn't fuck it up for a change because i was yeah. expecting them to
2: okay so, number four, I put X. Yeah. Because I remember the discussion and we just fucking loved it. So, I think that's, that's I think it's up there. Three, I now, I was, I, this one's more for you lads, I think, but I put, but I enjoyed it. I thought it was great and I've watched it since. Deadstream. So, number three, I put Deadstream. So, I yeah, think. Well
1: that was my that was my number one.
2: Yeah, though. I thought it would be. Or my four would be right up there. And for mm. me, it's fantastic, but it's not number one for me but it's up there 100%. I know yeah. I, I know what you're thinking, it's so a Friday night we're a bit drunk as well. So, and it is it is a great second watch as well to be honest. I love it. Um So the next couple I'm I'm willing to obviously, you know, so get have a fight with. So number 2 I put nope. Um now I'm not sure you guys will agree with that. I just thought it was fucking fantastic. I absolutely loved it. I, no
0: I don't idea. I don't think it even make my top 10. Okay maybe maybe 10 only just but i just compared to the other two it just didn't hit me as hard
2: okay i put and then okay so that's a question and then i put barbarian at number one
0: i think i think for me out of all the films that's that's probably probably the only one i've watched twice so far okay and been the one I've recommended most to people to go watch you know that's accessible you know so okay. yeah I
1: mean I had Barbarian number two so it's kind of up there it feels like well, number feels... one Paul. Deadstream but them two could swap over quite happily I mean if we want to pick if we were going to go for Barbarian for number one then I'd be more than happy with that okay because I don't what, think I've out of them two, I don't think I've i I've enjoyed a horror film as much as the either of them two this year.
0: Is that, mm, see th- there's a couple of films that you kind of went by there, butch was like men. Yeah, yeah I've, I've got, got men. I, I want
2: I want to put men in. I'd put men in over nope, and maybe maybe a bit further down.
0: Mm, and then Another one that we've that I don't know if you two forgot about, but but maybe not geordie Paul, but detain
2: Yeah, I wanted to put that in there too. Mm. <laughs> so that's,
1: that's 2021, though lads. So
2: was it? Yeah, but we've done it before. It's our year. It's the year that we watched it. So <laughs>
1: <laughs> just go and fuck yeah. some cars, will you? We <laughs> done with
2: this. it. That is oh, a phenomenal God. movie, and to be honest, like.
0: To be honest, I'm I'm really pissed off that we haven't got to see Pearl yet as well, which is not yeah, coming for ages. Well,
1: I got... be next year's top ten. <laughs> yeah. We'll get we'll we'll get to see two of them in a year, won't we? Because that Maxine's supposed to be out as well next year.
2: Yeah, true.
1: We'll have the trilogy done.
2: Okay, so what movies have I so apart from Entertaining Men, what movies have I missed?
1: There's only two different ones that I have in my top ten, and one of them probably won't make the draw. One last breathless because I'm the only one that's seen it, so I'm not bothered because you guys haven't seen it. So that bones. Don't tell and all. us it's
0: that one you went and fucking watched on your own at Pride Fest. Yeah. Oh
1: no. <laughs> 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 that, that's that's at number one. That's unratable It was that good. Um. No. Uh. Bones and all.
0: I'm so pissed off yeah. I never mean, got to see it. Yeah, I will. Really be... annoyed. As soon as it
2: drops on Amazon. I'll, I'll watch it's, it. It's
0: been it's on very, so many people's top tens, isn't it?
2: It's very
1: good. It's very good. Um, really that. I thought you would go for it, but uh, something in the dirt.
2: Again, for me, for, fucking loved it, and it's a set. It's in that category of the same category as Visitor from the Future. Mm. I think they're like. It's... Well, that would have been number one <laughs>
1: if it was a horror film. I left it out, but yeah,
2: it's more like like horror adjacent, which is fine because you know. There's room for wiggle room and everything. But like for me, something in the dirt is still i could I could, I could leave off the top ten list. Yeah, I think you that's know, fair. a fucking phenomenal movie. That's the only thing. Cool. Oh, yeah. Think. So yeah. worth mentioning those two, definitely from like watching and close to and stuff. But yeah. I, I think
0: we should I, I think we should put X quite high. So I got so I could got X at
2: four at the moment and then mm. three deadstream. Do you reckon two's going for Nope? So get rid of two. I could quite happily get rid of Nope. It's just a fucking monkey bit, man. It's so quality that stuck me, man. But the the problem with Nope, I think, from the way to sort of wrestle it down
1: a bit, because I had it at eight, was how how are you to watch it again straight away. (laughs)
3: Do
1: you know what I mean? I mean, I I, yeah, I loved it, um, but
0: true. I much I much prefer to watch Terrifier two again phone again, definitely. Deadstream again, definitely. Candyland, 100%. Do you know what I mean? Pray, I want to go and watch it right now. <laughs> <Do> you know? <laughs> okay. so, wh- know.
2: So, so, where do we put number two then? X or Deadstream?
0: I'd go Barbarian one. Yeah. Deadstream two.
3: Then X, maybe.
0: What do you reckon?
1: Yeah,
2: well I had X at four anyway, so yeah. with the threes now. Deadstream should, should we all write these down or what? Because Yeah, so deadstream to X and okay, so what for four then? Nope, we put do we put nope in there? Or do we slip in a Tatane and or a Dash? I mean we you, or a men. I could quite happily put men at four. I I I must admit. I really could put it quite high but maybe I don't know what do you think
0: well i in at six or what we go is this number four
2: yeah um
0: so we're going Bar- barbarian one deadstream two x3 X. Oh.
2: so we gotta think prey sadness black phone fall candy terrified line to... terrified to men Potentially kicking one of those out for Tatane as well. I mean I'd love to put sensor in there as well as a shout, but I know that was year before, but it was on the cuss saying it, Tatane and you haven't seen it, so it's before. But you know, battle,
0: like, but I mean the fact that Geordie Paul wasn't all in on Tatane as well, I think that warrants it being just just tipped out.
2: Okay. So then I, I think so then we agreeing on men then. For what for what
0: number? For four. No, I don't think it should be that high. I, I, do you
1: know what?
0: Let's put the sadness in there. Why yeah. not? Yeah, I'd, I'd go. <laughs> Jesus, that. like yeah. we haven't really talked much about it. I'd and go. I, pr- I would go sadness, and then I would go pray, and, then, the and, go, and, then, men. and
2: then and then and men, then, and
0: then men.
2: Now, how do you feel about men being higher than Blackphone? Oh shit! Yeah. Uh, well, I'm happy with that. Yeah. You're happy with it.
1: Yes, sir. So yeah, men,
2: yeah. men is higher than Black Phone Fall, Candyland and Terrifier 2 I And mean, Terrifier 2 had some of the best Fucking kills of the year And the most gore
0: We so. were so excited for that as well I'm still I quite think... happy
2: for it at 10
0: Yeah? What?
2: Or, do you, or, or we could move, I could move that up to 8 and put Fall Terrifier 2? And, I could <laughs> 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 Yeah I could happily put Terrifier 2 at what? 8 And then Fall and Candyland
1: Oh, I tell you, I no, Candyland's better than Terrifier too.
2: Yeah, I'll go with that.
1: It's a better film. Look, I know look, I get okay. Terrifier. We sat there and we were like, what the fuck? and mashed potatoes, smashed in people's faces and all that type of stuff. But <laughs> as a film, Paul. Like a <laughs> a coherent film.
2: <laughs> yeah, okay, but sometimes, right? And this is the argument, is like okay, sometimes something comes along um that fucking moves the needle. And to me, Terrifier Two has moved a fucking massive needle this year. Like it's like that old old school talking in a playground thing, and has everyone has to created, go and
0: see it. It has created a new kind of um, bad guy, hasn't it? Like yeah. you know that, yeah, that hasn't it's... happened for a long time.
2: And don't get me wrong, Candyland's fucking great, right? And so is Four, but it's just it has to be in the top ten. 100 percent. it's just whether it's for me it's whether it's eight or ten and ten still you know i mean it's still kicking out stuff like eating miss campbell speak no evil which i thought while out looking sensor detained dash cam and you know uh what what's the one we kicked out nope so it's still done oh, i'm just like
3: mm.
2: fuck it did do so it, it really really made something this year and it wasn't supposed to it, it was supposed to be made for fans. That's what it was there for. I
1: know, was, but I think that's, it suffered from being made for the fans, though. They just, just kept it, throwing shit at it. But let's it just clearly, keep going. Just keep going. We've got more money. Let's just use it. Let's keep going. And actually, it clearly
2: I mean, didn't suffer, because it went well, on know, four like, weeks at the cinema. That's great, yeah. I
1: know. And people went to see it for the go. That was basically what they went to see it for. I was like, you've got to go and see this to just... I can't explain all the... Yeah, well,
2: which is fantastic. But it, exactly. it should happen. Bums on seats, I know. But... But that's like when you go back to like say Friday the Thirteenth. It's like fuck me, you got to go and see this fucking thing. It's know, not but it's,
1: it's Friday not the Thirteenth was a really good film, as well as being like shocking and the twist ending. Yeah, like terrifying. The um, the scene in the uh, well, the, the whole end of it was just completely fucking stark, raving lunatic bonkers with no sort of fucking the whole concept. Fucking the plot threads that were just lunatic. never tied up were left out there, and then the fucking. Um, that scene in the bloody... Oh, the, where they're all fucking singing and dancing. That went on for about 25 minutes. That was great.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Oh, I, I like, don't
0: know. I mean, I'm I'm kind of... It's really hard for me because I'm kind of in between the two of you. I kind of get your points here. And I, I don't want to be that guy sitting on the fence. But then I can see, you know, the the standpoint of where it, it this is a franchise and it's not this hasn't happened for years. Plus, it was a two and, like two and a half hour film and it didn't feel like a two and a half hour film to me. Felt like it was much like it was real tight for me. I didn't I didn't feel like I was drifting away from it.
2: Okay, well how about this then? Well, put, look, the how difference between eight and ten can- is not massive. How about so- we, put, we put Candyland at eight? Terrifier at nine, and then Fall at 10.
0: Yeah, I'll go with that. But you've yeah, gone I... over there because you've got Barbarian one, Deadstream two, X mm-hmm. three, Sadness four, mm-hmm. Prey five, Men six, Black Phone seven. Yeah. Oh no, yeah. And then te- then Terrifier?
2: Then, then Candyland, then Terrifier, then Fall. How does
0: that feel?
1: I- I'm happy with that. If you want to put terrifying eight, we'll put terrifying eight. I don't, and
0: think, in nine. I don't think you should be arguing about a space. That, fuck it, it doesn't matter. That's fine. I think that's I, fine. I will. I will argue about <laughs>
3: it. <service.
2: laughs> right. Okay. I'm gonna move four to ten. I mean, it, you're right. The last three don't really, maybe don't make that or difference. I mean, it's the fact that that's what we think. We could. I could easily. Put a few of these at number one for many, many reasons. Um, in all honesty, um, and then you could
1: have like ten could be shared by about six films.
2: Yeah, you're, you're very right.
1: <laughs> it's, it's which is great, but then, yeah.
0: but then I, 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 look at the list and I think out of all them, probably.
1: I thought you were going
2: to put Christmas, Buddy Christmas, in there. See, that's another one
1: which I, I would,
0: li- I would, I would like it, but. Hmm because I really did enjoy it, but if I was really going to be really picky, I probably would have put Deadstream as my number one. Just because I think I'm just looking at the film that I enjoyed the most watching, and then it would be Deadstream. Yeah, I know. But the thing is, I I think if all
1: three of us to agree, because I know Paul liked it, but he wasn't as loving it as as we were, but I think we all all three of us love Barbarian.
0: Yeah.
2: My, My mouth was like on the floor.
0: Paul, Paul was a little bit sleepy when we watched um, <laughs> Deadstream.
2: <laughs> it was fucking terrifying. I, I know it had terrifying bits and it was fucking funny and and like everything, but I think two's fair. I really do. And no, a, yeah, barbarian yeah. for me is. Was just... I think cause it was done by as well.
1: Like you become so accustomed to massive budget films or studio films being shit, like Pray for the Devil and Smile. Oh, I don't know. I quite like joint smile, but anyway. Um, but yeah, you know, just come from a bit of like, yeah, they just a bit cack. That one, and the whole atmosphere of Fry Fest as well with the whole fucking.
2: Don't speak about it.
1: That um, Disney company.
2: That was, I mean, yeah, it was like fucking. Oh, I did. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> it
1: was, it? and there's a security guard. So,
2: uh. no, actually, fair play But I can see why you didn't want to. It's kind of good that they spent that money. Way weird, We've never been in the situation where they just the added paper. to it.
1: it, I think. Because again, everyone was a bit like, remember, because we were sort of all you know, last year a bit knackered, and then suddenly they're like, right, don't get your phones out, can't see <laughs> anything, don't review it. What?
3: Keep the conversation down a little bit because we've got to save some
0: of it for when we actually talk about the top 10. Uh,
2: okay. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, I'm keeping that in. um Okay.
1: Oh. But yeah, oh. but then I think, and then everyone, like, I don't know if we just sort of you get to the thing of, oh, Jesus, it's only a studio film, and then
2: boom. Uh, okay. I think we've got something. So, Barbarian, Deadstream, X, The Sadness, Prey, Men, The Black Phone, Candyland, Terrifier 2, and then Fall Yeah. And then there's. Co- yeah, I mean, yeah. me, we haven't
0: missed anything really obvious, have we?
2: I don't think so. I've been over and over and over again. Well, there's oh, the big oh.
1: ones like you aren't sort of putting Scream in there, are not you? Or oh, Halloween.
2: No, Hellraiser. It's definitely not I don't know that oh. Going in there. There's a couple of. Beefs. I
1: went through it. I went through the list of films that have been out. The show. I mean, was there here. was like
2: Choose or Die. Uh, Virus thirty two, I know you, you mentioned that Paul, but again, it didn't really. It was, it was fucking great, but again, it's it it, it could fall out for me. It, yeah, Speak No Evil was like probably one of the most. Uh, it, was just, but it wasn't. It wasn't a good enough movie as a whole. It had a fucking like it, a moment that I'd never forget for me. Mm. That, that was.
1: Yeah,
2: dashcam though, dashcam could have made it for me. I know, you but would have had would a have big
1: had... fight hands with <laughs> me
2: for that one. Though. <laughs>
1: I was I was fully expecting to go to war with you
2: tonight I'll to tell you what it's, lads It's worth joining I'll join a new Facebook group called Horror Addicts something or whatever I'll, I'll let you know what it is Called Horror Addicts Fan Page or something like that And uh, there's quite a cool, so, lot of cool Sharing and and stuff like that Also oh, you
0: shared the, um, the Podcast in there yeah
2: Obviously I will be doing that <laughs> uh, <in the> Top <laughs> 10 um, I'm just getting my foot in the door at the moment um but like paul Paul thomas is on there as well and it's like there's a lot of sharing but they did mention it had, somebody had some, somebody had very very similar views to you paul for dash about the about the, that, the main the main antagonist so yeah
1: did you think it was me <laughs>
2: yeah for a little bit Pollutant. ah
1: uh, do you know i would had some really good bits in it as well but oh fuck me